Hey everyone, this is Kelly. This is our final episode of the season and boy did we end on a high note. Uh, We had an amazing interview with Kyle and Elizabeth Pierpont and Kyle is our Cascade campus pastor and if you go to Cascade I just have to tell you that Kyle and Elizabeth are the real deal. Um, I know them both very well and have spent a lot of time with them and this was just an amazing interview to uh, just hear more about their marriage and how they met and the things they've learned in their marriage. And uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, Coming up, uh, our next episode will be um, season six. And uh, we're going to have a surprise announcement, a really good surprise announcement. So don't miss that. That'll come out two weeks after this one. And so, yeah, so just enjoy this episode. This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Okay, we are here with Kyle and Elizabeth Pierpont. So to begin our episode, Kyle, why don't you start, like, who are are you? All right. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Pierpont. I am uh, the Cascade Campus Pastor for Ada Bible Church. And uh, that's what I do for work. It's what I love to do. I'm a fourth generation pastor. So uh, there's a story there that I will not tell now, but um, love what I get to do. Have uh, my wife and I married for 18 years, Elizabeth. We have three boys, Kyle, Oliver and Leland. Cool. They are 16, 14 and 11. So, And way too handsome for their own good. Yeah. <laughs> it's their mom's fault. All right. <laughs> love it for sure. Yeah. But we, uh, we, um, love being here at Ada Bible church and, uh, well, we, we do some, you know, fun stuff as a family, hang out. We love to be by the water. Mm-hmm. Anything by the water is, uh, it's, that's our favorite. Mm-hmm. So going to the beach, exploring little beach towns, coffee, going Elizabeth, to the river. What's fishing. your favorite beach? Oh, um, I just recently went to, well, we go to Muskegon State Park a lot because we have family there, but um, I just took a trip to, by myself actually, for the first time, probably since before kids, to Duck Lake State Park. I love Duck Lake. Yeah. Right near Muskegon? Yeah. uh, A little north, Whitehall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to hear the backstory to that later. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's quite Great beach. There's a story there. Is there? Okay. Yeah. It okay. involves chickens. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, getting away. Um, yeah. You know, you two met in a really fun way. Uh, I'd love for you to start the story, Elizabeth. How'd you two meet and become a couple? Oh, my goodness. Um, we met at a Christian camp in northern Michigan uh, called Camp Barrico. I was a camp counselor, and Kyle was the speaker's son. So, yeah. Okay. And you somehow noticed one another. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed her. I remember that moment very well. Yes. And Kyle was the talk of the camp. All the girls knew who Kyle was. (laughs) His dad had been speaking there for um, multiple years. So he had a reputation. But you were just in for a short while. You were kind of staying there, serving as camp counselor. Your visit was short, but it was long enough for you to notice one another. And you thought about her after you left. What, What happened after? Yeah. Yeah. So my dad was the speaker and I remember him calling home saying, you guys got to come up and check out this camp. It's an incredible place. So we went up for the weekend and just to hang out and it was beautiful place. Uh, but I remember the 
moment I saw Elizabeth, she walked into chapel with her, you know, her uh, kids, campers with her and walked up and sat up in the front right corner. I was in the back left corner and uh, she captured my attention. I was like, you're right, dad, this camp is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Good camp. (laughs) But I never talked to her. We actually never talked that weekend. Um, I just noticed her. And so we left, I left camp and um, was on my way to college at that point. Went to college in Florida for just a little bit. And the college there was very, uh, just very strict in terms of rules and whatnot. And so I didn't have email. I really, you know, I didn't have a way of connecting with Elizabeth, but I really wanted to. And so, uh, the way that went down was I had told my dad, I want to get in touch with Elizabeth somehow. And so, you know how back in the day before social media, kids would go to camp and get email addresses from each other. I know it sounds archaic now, but <laughs> they would send out these blast emails after camp trying to connect with each other. And my dad, the speaker, got included on one of those big mass emails from a camper. And so he had the idea to look through there to see if Elizabeth was in on that email. And sure enough, he found her email address. Oh, (laughs) go dad. So my dad was, he was there for me. Uh And, uh, but he emailed Elizabeth. Sounds kind of creepy, but it does, (laughs) Kyle. (laughs) But he was a pastor and, you know, know, it made sense, I guess. But he emailed her, said, Hey, my son's at a college in Florida where he can't really like email and stuff, but he'd like to write you a letter. Can I get your address for him? And were you creeped out by that? No, I was thrilled actually. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes. And to write letters, talk about archaic. Yeah. Right? Real man. So you started writing letters. Yeah. You got one of those, Elizabeth. How'd that go? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was super excited. I, you know, noticed him right away. Thought he was a handsome guy and had um, came from a great family from what I could tell. So I was like pumped to be writing him. Um, yeah. And then so we wrote a few letters and then, um, yeah, I'll let you. In my mind, that was yeah. like, whoa, we're dating. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote her, she wrote me right back. We did that back and forth, you know, throughout the semester. And then at the end of that school year, it was kind of like the plan was, all right, you're going back to Barakel to council again this year. I'm going to come on up and hang out for a weekend and then get some time off work and extend that, you know, to be able to hang out together. So all the camp camp counts or the campers would come on, you know, uh, throughout the week, be there throughout the week and leave on Sunday night. And then Monday, the counselors had that day off. And so the plan was, I'm going to go hang out with you. I think we're going to go to a beach somewhere. My cabin. Oh, your cabin. And we were going to hang out at her her, her parents' cottage, which wasn't far from Barakel. So I was excited, just really excited. I thought, this is it. We're going to like mm-hmm. be dating and can't believe this, you know? So I hang out with them the whole week, kind of. It was also creepy because I'm following this, you know, <laughs> camp counselor and her kids, her ki- her campers Fine. around. Yeah. Down to the waterfront. We had a great time. We were, one of my favorite memories is uh, there was a time where she was jumping off the, you know, off the dock doing flips and stuff off the diving board. And she was doing a double flip. And I, I was, yeah, <laughs> Adventurous. was very mm-hmm. close and mm-hmm. I was not even close, you know, I like, could not do that. But we just had a great time enjoying, you know, being around each other, talking and me just kind of trailing around behind their tribe the whole, the whole week. And then, uh, so that went really well all week. I was excited. We got to Sunday night, you know, the night before we were going to go hang out together and all the camp campers go to bed. And then the counselors come down to the dining hall, hang out, talk. So we were doing that, had a great talk toward the end of that conversation. Elizabeth looks at me and goes, well, I got to go. I got to call my boyfriend. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, time out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A what? Uh huh. Not on your radar. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. So I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Words every guy wants to hear in that oh, moment. I was I was just shocked. Like, what in the world is going on? And I watched her walk away. And she walked out to the porch, 
outside the dining hall and sat down facing the dining hall through a window. I could see her leaning back, laughing, talking. And I'm like, wow, I'm just, I'm heartbroken. You know, I really Mm was, Mm -hmm. uh, broke my heart, but, um, I packed up, I packed my stuff up that night and we left and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not hanging out, I guess, you know, the one and that li- got away. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Elizabeth, what were your thoughts yeah. about yeah. all that? Uh, yeah, it was a very tough time. I had, he had started writing me and I was super excited about that. But then somebody else that I had also been interested in kind of before I'd even met Kyle, even knew of him, um, had started showing interest in me and he was in town, whereas Kyle was, you know, in, in Florida, Florida and we were, you know, just writing nail mail and um, his, the thing with him didn't feel as real as what that was. And so I started dating this guy um, and then went back up to camp and was like torn, so torn. Like, oh my goodness, he's such an amazing guy, but I'm already dating this other guy. Um, Sought some counsel from other counselors at the camp and they had encouraged me to, you know, well, if you were already with this other guy, you need to be faithful to that. And so that's kind of where I was at with it. Yeah. And mm. yeah. well, that was a great episode, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> somehow Something we're here. along the way. Yeah. yeah. Somehow oh, yeah. you're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never forgot about her, you know, so mm-hmm. I left that camp or camp that week and um, obviously was just like very heartbroken about it. But uh, when I in life, you know, we um, two and a half years went by. After that, I heard later she got engaged to that guy and um, I was involved in, in a ministry in Chicago and drove back and forth every weekend kind of between my parents' home and that, that ministry and I would pass her exit where I knew oh. she lived. And so her, you know, she was on my mind a lot, even though um, even though I knew it really wasn't an option at that point, at least. And so I let kind of let that go, but never, never forgot about her. Um, I ended up meeting another girl through that ministry and believe it or not, we got engaged as well. Wow. Um, Well, I had heard that she got engaged. I think we just, I don't think I said that. Mm -hmm. I heard Elizabeth had gotten engaged to this guy. So then I was like, man, it's, that's it. The door's closed. I got to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I met this, I had met this other girl. We, you know, got engaged and long story short, uh, we, Elizabeth and I would kind of, we had mutual friends through Camp Mm Barrichell and connections. And, uh, and I had heard that she, that engagement had gotten, you know, it was broken off. And that, that relationship ended. Um, and I was, you know, supposed to get married later that year. Um, but things were not going well. And I knew that and kind of saw, you know, where that was headed and, um, that ended that, that relationship ended. Uh, but before that ended, we saw each other again. Uh, not, not, we didn't meet up, but we saw each other at a, uh, at the funeral for the camp director for Barrichell. And, um, that was a tough, you know, that was a tough moment because I kind of knew where things were going with me, but I couldn't say anything about that yet or I wasn't there. And um we ran into each other there. And I remember when she walked up, we talked, you know, and I kinda had to tell her what was going on. I'm like, I'm getting married later this year, you know, moving away. And uh my brother was with me. And I remember Elizabeth kind of turning and walking away after that conversation and my Very brother Very promptly after he told me he was engaged. Yeah. Was like, oh. It was ended quickly. <laughs> and I remember looking at my brother and no words. I didn't say anything. He looked at me and he was just like, I'm not saying a word. Mm. <laughs> But we both knew kind of what was going really? on in our hearts right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, that relationship ended, you know, and then I waited uh, maybe, you know, a month. And then I was like, I'm going to write Elizabeth another email. <laughs> so mm-hmm. emailed her one of those like, hey, Elizabeth, this is what God's doing in my life. Uh, what's God doing in your life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And it took a little bit for her to get that email. Yes, uh, technology is not really my friend. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. I do <laughs> now for sure. 
But you thought she didn't respond. But I was yeah. thinking she was like, she's uh-huh. not going to respond. She ghosted me. Uh-huh. She did. And, uh, but anyway, we finally connected. And um, after connecting, it didn't take too long before we did start uh, start dating. And we were married a year later. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we hear something unique about your wedding day. Mm. Uh, what was it? Like, wasn't it like that was the first time you ever kissed? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so worth the wait. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Talk to us about uh, that commitment. Yeah. That was all Elizabeth's idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. And Kyle, Kyle's like, through. this is not a good idea. Elizabeth's <laughs> like, you started idea. it. <laughs> and I followed through. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Which, is, which would become a theme in our life. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, no, we, you know, purity was a, a big thing for us. And um, it had been something that, you know, we we wanted and for our relationship. Uh, so just talking through that, you know, we decided let's, uh, let's just, just make our first kiss when we get married. That's and, cool. um, and there were moments in our dating relationship throughout that, that year that, um, I regretted that decision. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but she was, she was, she's right. She was helpful in saying, no, we committed to this, you know, and this is what we want. It'll be good. And it was, it was very good. But yeah, our first kiss was right there front of everybody. Mm-hmm. What'd you, what'd you see in the, you know, your initial meeting was based on physical attraction, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but what was it? So when you finally connected as a couple and you're not engaged to other people, yeah. uh, what, what, like Kyle, for both of you, what would be one thing that you were like, yep, this is the guy and mm-hmm. it's way beyond just physical attraction or this is the girl and it's way beyond physical attraction. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I can say it's his spiritual leadership. Like he loved the Lord and I knew would be a great leader for our family spiritually. Um, it was great values. His family had great values. He had great values. Um, and that meant a lot to me. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to say physical attraction was very real for me, <laughs> but I could tell quickly though, that she was, uh, she was very sincere and that meant a lot to me, you know, to know that, um, what she believed was real and what she, uh, her love for the Lord and her desire to, you know, to have a home and to, we were, we were very connected on a lot of those levels. And so as we met and talked, I could tell she's a person of depth and sincerity. And that's what really meant a lot to me. So you saw these qualities in one another before you got married and then you got married. Mm-hmm. What did you learn about each other in those early years? Mm, lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she found out who I really was. <laughs> we found out we were very different in some ways. Yeah. In more ways than you realized when you yeah. were dating, mm-hmm. right? Cause you kind of see those things, but once you're living under the same roof, what was one thing that one area where you but wow, we are different. Uh, raising kids. Oh yeah. That was the yeah. the biggest thing where we were like, wow, we are very opposite on this and our mentality on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, and I would say, I remember one moment before kids, when we were married, uh, we got groceries and oh, <laughs> she was, Elizabeth knows this story. <laughs> she was, uh, she brought in some groceries and I pulled out the peanut butter and, and jelly. Mm. And man, I love peanut butter and I put a lot of peanut butter on it, you know, on my sandwich when I make it and also a lot of jelly. But what I do is I, you know, at that point in my life, I would stand over the jelly jar and I would take a bite and then put more jelly on it (laughs) and take a bite and more jelly each bite. And we had a moment, a disagreement there. And that was one of our, one of our early disagreements where she was like, (laughs) We can't we, afford this. We can't afford to keep buying this like jelly. You're going through it so fast. I remember being like, it's a jar of jelly. Like it's not that big a deal. And it's what I like. And, um, 
But that just came to mind because I think we saw there were little things that we learned, you know, over, but that would be one of them. I would say that that comes up. She's, she is, uh, you know, she's frugal. She has a desire to use our resources in a way that, you know, is helpful for us uh, long-term. That's a silly example, but you know, it's, uh, that's one of the things I think we learned is like, we're different in some ways. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of free flowing. I'm free. Yeah. Mm, I'm, we'll figure it out later. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like a jar of jelly is not that much money, but, but over the years, you know, I feel like that's been very good for me to learn, um, you know, just in small things, big things that it's important to, to have, we are different in that way, but it, it's helpful. You know, she's there for me in those areas. I help her understand you can have some fun and use some extra jelly sometimes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. she's, can you use extra jelly? Elizabeth? I don't prefer to, but he she yeah, still doesn't like means. it. <laughs> Do you get that look? Yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. But it's been good. It's funny to see our kids take after him too, in some ways. Yeah. All of oh, them? Not all of okay. them, but yeah. some of them. You're like, yeah. yep, you totally got that from your dad. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they all have that to some degree. So you said um, you realize that you parent differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how how did that become evident to you? Mm. Yeah. Early on, we had Kyle uh, two, almost two years, just mm-hmm. shy of our two-year anniversary. Um, we were living in a one-bedroom apartment. He was sleeping in the room next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not a good sleeper and colicky. So yeah, that really was a big eye opener for us about different parenting style. I grew up very much like don't spoil the child, let them cry it out, you know, schedules and routine and that sort of thing. And Kyle grew up more like babies in bed, nurse on demand. Um, yeah. So we had we two struggled. very different ways of looking at it. Those were some tough times. And how did that, like Kyle, how did that also pull out these personality differences that you and Elizabeth had? Yeah. I mean, we, I think she, what she just referred to is very real, you know, true for us. Um, I was, I was upset a lot because, you know, I would, we'd wake up in the night multiple times, no, no sleep, you know, like you're not sleeping at all. You had this new kid, you had all these dreams about what having mm-hmm. kids was going to be like. It was going to be great, amazing, you know, but I remember multiple times in the middle of the night, just having arguments like, go get them, pick them up, like bring them in, you know, let's, let's sleep. And she, she had different thoughts, you know, and God, God gave her those and those were good. But the, you know, those were very tense, tense moments, tense years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, living in this, we were on the basement level too, or in the, so there's not a lot of light, you know, in the, in the house, in the home, the apartment. And, um, and so, yeah, we had some really, really tough times, uh, in those few years, you know, and, I don't know. We didn't know this at that time, you know, but Elizabeth was struggling with some postpartum Mm. anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, looking back on that now, we can see how that was playing out and what was needed there. But we were young, you know, Mm -hmm. just young Well, and you're you're like first baby, sleep deprived, Mm -hmm. different styles. You know, your family's approaches were different too. Uh, Elizabeth, can you tell us a little bit more about your postpartum? Yeah. journey and, and kind of what that looked like and how that affected your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, you have these ideas of, you know, what it's going to be like to have children and it's going to be amazing. And, um, we'd had a miscarriage as well before mm-hmm. Kyle. Um, so we had a lot of, I had a lot, a lot of emotional baggage with that and then had Kyle. Um, and then just very quickly realized I was not, not doing well, but I didn't realize at the time it was postpartum depression. You know, I just thought, and he's crying a lot and I'm, this is, this is rough. Colicky baby. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just was a really tough time. I did not like waking up in the morning. Going to bed was was a relief. I was like, oh, finally, a day is done. And then I'd wake up in the morning literally sick to my stomach. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to start another day again. I can't do this again. Um, didn't know it with Kyle. And then when we had our next, um, it happened again. And again, just I think we... Still weren't, it was, it was kind of like, all right, something's not right here. Um, but this was 14, 15, 16 years ago. Um, and depression wasn't really talked about a whole lot. And, Mm -hmm. um, we were kind of of the mindset and that it was like a, a spiritual issue. Okay. I just needed to, you know, get right with the Lord type of a thing. Yeah. So with Oliver, that's kind of where we were at. Well, I just got to figure this out. Okay. I just got to have a better relationship with the Lord. And, um, and then when Leland came around, it was like, Nope, this is just going to happen every time. And, um, and it is an issue and is something that we need to deal with. And we were both on board with that, realizing that I needed help. Um, so I talked to my doctor, help I needed. Yeah. Was that helpful after that? Yeah, it was kind of towards the end of it with him. Um, I feel like it did help a little bit. Um, but I also think I should have um, like said, hey, I don't know if this is working quite the way it should. Mm. You know, maybe we can look into something else. Um, but I was kind of coming out of it at that point anyway. Um, yeah. That's a great point, though. Elizabeth, in terms of, you know, I think a lot of people, when they meet with a counselor or a doctor, they mm-hmm. think, oh, you know, yep. I can't question, I can't bring that stuff up. and But we do, we have to kind of take ownership of our health mm-hmm. and maybe have those difficult conversations mm-hmm. with our physicians like, hey, yeah, that medication you gave me, it's not really working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what, what, whatever it is. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah, because yeah, mine was more of a, an anxiety than a depression. Depression. So I think, you know, yeah, I don't know if they're handled differently or... But yeah, just should have asked for more questions maybe. And it wasn't like stop praying. You like mm-hmm. pray, but take that step yeah. and investigate that too. And that's what I was yeah. going to say. I think, you know, looking back on it, obviously, you know, uh, it's a little easier than in the moment. Sure. But I think one of the biggest questions you were asking at that through all of that, through mm-hmm. all three boys was, you know, am I a good mom? Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had seen, you know, as a dad, then what she was really asking, you know, we were kind of going at it from like, well, it's a spiritual issue, you know. Mm-hmm. let's pray, let's read the Bible. Let's like, and, and I think, you know, that's all really good and needed. Um, but when you couple all those things together, you know, uh, spiritual side of things, doctors help, you know, that that's what, um, what really helped us in the long run. But, you know, I think that was the main, was one of the main questions you were asking. Oh is, yeah. I really struggled with confidence and knowing like, um, am I a good mom? Am I going to know what they need? Um, I feel like I looked to books to give me those answers. Mm -hmm. And then when my situation didn't line up with with the book, I was like, Oh, I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. I didn't. It's not good at this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In hindsight, I wish I would have relied more on intuition and um, just what I knew was right. What God was leading me to do Um, and having confidence that he says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And he's equipped me for this task to be these boys' mother um, and and have confidence in that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I, I wonder too, was there someone outside your marriage, a woman, uh, mm-hmm. uh, someone, who maybe almost in the spiritual mom camp who uh, invested in you during that time or who supported you spiritually mm. during that time that kind of helped you get to a stronger place? Um, I would say my mom for <laughs> sure. Yeah, she has always, um, always been my biggest cheerleader um, and um, prayer warrior. She, her, her and my dad, um, 
and he's since passed, but they would wake up every single morning and pray for each one of us kids and all of our um, children. And then they had other other people they would pray through too. Um, but yeah, always just encouraging me and, and lifting me up and, and bringing me back to God's word and his promises. Um, yeah, she was very encouraging in that way. Wow. So the prayers of others too, and that yeah. encouragement. Now, Kelly, um, there's something about Gatorade. Yeah. I can't wait to talk yeah, about this Gatorade story. Because oh, we were talking about how you're different. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and there's a story. You know, personality, <laughs> you know, Julie and I are very different, just like you guys mm-hmm. are. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've been married almost 30 years now, and we're still navigating those personality differences. And mm. you're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> and, but there's a story that Kyle and Elizabeth have that I can't wait to share with you. Well, <laughs> Kyle's going to share it with oh, you. Oh, boy. And we're going to entitle it Sugar Free Gatorade. <laughs> a sugar free yeah. Gatorade story. Mm-hmm. Well, this really kind of goes into how we're different, you know. And I would say, if I could like sum it up, I'm more on the lenient side of things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm about having fun. I like to enjoy things and uh, kind of live free a bit. You know, Elizabeth is very much disciplined. She has, and that's very good for us. Um, but yeah, this story takes place on vacation. We were in Florida and having a great time, you know, enjoying a beautiful place and warm weather in the winter. And uh, one of the things that we kind of struggle with is um, I will buy things at the gas station for boys, for the boys, you know, just, it comes from a long line of our family, just enjoying, you know, small treats here and there. And, uh, and so the boys love Gatorade. They love, you know, energy drinks. They love these drinks from the gas station. And so we stopped on one of our outings, you know, in in Florida at a gas station and we walk in and, uh, standing in front of the drink cooler. And I'm like, you know, weighing all the options in my mind. It's like, what, what we bring back out of here, mom is looking at, you know, I'm very health conscious. I've been doing a lot of training. Yeah. 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 Nothing wrong with that. No, it's great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I knew that was going to be the case. And so, you know, I'm looking at all the options going, I don't know, guys, like, why don't you do the Gatorades are two for five or whatever, you know, three for five. So why don't you guys all get like a sugar-free Gatorade? And, uh, let's, let's do that. So they're like, all right, cool. You know, so they'll get their flavor of Gatorade, pick it out. We check out, we walk out and, uh, yeah, we get back in the car. You know, Elizabeth loves your idea. Oh man, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Vacations are cool, right? They're, they're fun, but they also like have a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot. Sometimes you you say you have to get a vacation from your vacation mm-hmm. because yeah. there's just right. a different mm-hmm. set of things going on on a vacation on a family yeah. vacation. You're spending a lot of time with everybody in your family. Yes, and everybody's bringing a lot of expectation with them, and they're not totally. always the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had rented this little white car that was small, mm-hmm. and you know, because you're trying to watch money and be cheap. And so I just remember all of us getting back into this kind of hot car, small car together. <laughs> And you know that the guys listening will understand this, um, that look you get from your wife where it's like, I just messed up big. <laughs> like, I just did something Kelly, bad. Kelly, do you know that look? <laughs> no. John does not I'm, know that look. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally right. curious yeah. what Kyle's talking yeah. about here. Yeah. You well, got the look. I got look. the look. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had, we had, a, we had a, a lively conversation for mm-hmm. a bit there about sugar-free Gatorade. about sugar-free Gatorade. Yeah. yeah what bothered you about it um well i think for me things build so like while it is we're joking around about it being just about sugar-free free gatorade right. it, you know it was like b- things building sure. for me um you know whether it was like other food choices we'd had or money or something 
And I guess that was just the bra that broke the camel's back. Yep. And I was, yeah, lost it over it. <laughs> I was like, are you so, working against my efforts? Yes, right. Yes. Like, yeah. Do you value what I'm trying yeah. to train the kid? You know, it's always the bigger thing, right? right. It's never about just the Gatorade. And, no. yeah. yeah. How'd you get past that? Or how'd you? Yeah. What you know? were the learning <laughs> lessons yeah. about these personality mm-hmm. differences between oh. you two? <laughs> Well, that's how many years ago was that? That was several, and I would so, say we're still learning. We're still working on it. <laughs> it still comes. You're up. still different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think a big thing is, um, yeah, just talking things through regularly, and um, we go through phases where we kind of don't really resolve things. Um, just kind of patch it up, you know, say our sorries and hug each other, but never really solved it. Um, just swept it under the rug for a little bit, and then it it builds and builds and builds, and then you know you have another big argument. Um, and then we have moments where we sit down and we talk things through and we come together. And I think over those, you know, over these years, we've come to compromise in a lot of areas and yeah. try to see each other's point of view um, and that we both bring value and things to the relationship. So in that instance, he still occasionally does buy them things that are sugar-free mm-hmm. and I don't freak out about it. Um, but he often tries to think, what what Elizabeth want me to do mm-hmm. with the kids, you know? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that you know that's an example of a difference. It's probably one that comes up in our marriage quite a bit. Is my leniency, you know, and mm-hmm. how I deal with raising kids, and hers is more disciplined. And it's been cool to see how we need that from each other, mm-hmm. you know. So her discipline is really good, and me being kind of more carefree is also good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't have all of one and you know not mm-hmm. the other right. because it kind of goes it goes back and forth mm-hmm. and but i think in that has been where we found um like how do we work through that you know what do we i think recently uh where that's been most helpful or an example i think of what we've been trying to do is you know, we, we go through patches of, of tough times, you know, where life we're like, is busy sometimes. So you mm-hmm. just don't have time to yeah. really up. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And do things do pile up and you get to that point where you're like, all right, things are not great right now. Um, how are we going to deal with this? You know? And so I remember recently Elizabeth was just like, we just need to go talk. We need a time to go talk together. Yeah. I had been, things had been piling up Mm. in my brain again. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to like have these horrible feelings of like, oh, he's, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't love me. He doesn't respect me, Mm -hmm. you know, all these kind of things. And I was like getting really frustrated, feeling myself come to like, this is going to blow up and not be pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was started getting to the point where I was like talking myself off the ledge. Like I, he is a good man. He is Mm -hmm. a good father. He is he does love me. Mm-hmm. Like we just need to talk. We just need mm-hmm. to like come to an agreement and hear each other out instead of just like picking at each other all the time and, and being irritable with one another. Mm-hmm. I love how you reminded yourself what was still true, mm-hmm. even though I didn't feel like it mm-hmm. in that moment. And I'm feeling like counselor Kelly recommends this talking thing, mm-hmm. right? Like having a time where you get mm-hmm. together when it's not in the heat of the moment mm-hmm. and you just talk. Yeah. You recommend that Kelly? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Kyle, you had another great idea that I think works mm-hmm. almost mm. all the time. Mm. And that is regularly tell Elizabeth, just chill out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that no. That works amazing. Those are, <laughs> those are on the do not say list. <laughs> That's literally something that I have said, you know, I'm trying not to, but it's, uh, it, yeah, I say that way too often. Yeah. And she's made it very clear that those are those are fighting words. Yeah. Like if you like, say, "Do that, not tell me to chill out," it does not work. Counterproductive doesn't yeah. work. I, every time mm-hmm. I've said it, I feel like I can visibly mm-hmm. see the hackles go up mm-hmm. for her. And I know that's not something to say. You know, yeah. just just chill out. It is not. It's not going to work. 
Well, you mm-hmm. mentioned something that's been really helpful to your marriage, this four helpful list. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can you tell us about that? Elizabeth, what's that all about? Yeah. So we, you know, like I said, things were kind of building up for us and I was like getting really frustrated. And then, like I said, I was telling myself, we, you know, he's a good, he's a good man. I, we just need to connect. And so I'd reached out to him and said, Hey, we gotta, we gotta put a date on the calendar to go get some coffee and talk or something. Cause I'm just really feeling frustrated right now. And I know you are too. So we gotta, we gotta figure this out. So we went out to coffee one morning and on the way there, we're kind of like, how is this going to go? Cause sometimes these conversations are like, you always do this. You always do mm-hmm. that. You never do, you know, and then you just start, doesn't get anywhere. So I'm like, how do we, how do we talk this through? Um, and I think I had started trying to talk about it and Kyle was like, I have a great idea and I'll let you tell more about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I said, I have an idea. I didn't know if it was going to be great. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> but, so, you know, here at Ada Bible Church, some uh, a tool that we use a lot to just, um, you know, think through things is what we call the four helpful lists. Uh, those four things are what's right, what's wrong, what's missing and what's confusing. So it's a tactic that works well just in laying things out and going, where are we? What's going well? What's going bad? What do we need to work on? What are we missing? You know? And, uh, I think the Lord gave it to me, um, just to use in our marriage. Like I hadn't thought of it like that before. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, it works well at work for strategy and whatnot. But, um, he put that in my mind. So got our notes app out, you know, and put these four things down. I said, let's focus on what's right. You know, and that was fun. We went through and talked through things that were going well and what, what we loved about each other and about the family. And then we went into the other things, you know, what's wrong, uh, what's missing, what's confusing. And, um, you know, I still have it in my phone, looked at it several times since because it was just a, I would say a recent, um, you know, conversation that we had that was helpful. And they were, they were four helpful lists. They helped, helped us think through where we were as a, as a couple and as a family. And, um, I think it just helped us kind of see what we were talking about where we are different, you know, and God made us that way. Uh, but it's not like we can just use that as an, as an excuse, um, in our marriage to just be selfish and be who we are, but we have to compromise. We have to go back and forth and it takes communication, takes hard work. We're not perfect. We mess up a lot. And, um, you know, but we, it's good to know those things and to write them down. And then you can, then you can go to God in prayer, you know, and saying, help us here because mm-hmm. we need it. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to each other. And um, so it's, it's put us in a good spot. We're in a good place right now. Wow. Well, I feel like it helped, helped us see there are good things in our marriage. You know, there mm. are, we, we do have a strong foundation and there are healthy things there. And it also helped us see like, you know, you can, in your mind, you can think bad things about the other person's motives or reasons. And, but when you sit and you talk it through, it's like, well, that's just where they're coming from. It doesn't mean they're bad or wrong or anything, but that's just where they're coming from. And that's their side of things. So mm-hmm. yeah. just two more things uh, that we'll talk about today. Uh, but obviously God is very important to you guys. Um, like today, how is God impactful in your marriage? Mm, big time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, you know, this is one of the things that comes to my mind is uh, often in the morning, rhythm in the summer is a little bit different. She, Elizabeth works uh, for a school, a Christian school, and so she's up early in the morning uh, throughout the school year and starts the day early with the boys, getting them out of bed, and we all kind of get up at that time. Um, so summer is a little different, but one of the things I've really appreciated about 
uh, Elizabeth is her own walk with God, you know, and she has this big, big Bible. I'm not sure why you use that. It's so big. <laughs> Just, I like it. It's, com- it's comfortable. It's, the pages are nice. And- <laughs> it's a workout to read. Yeah. It. <laughs> she, uh, but she has this big red Bible and her journal. It's always on the table in the living room. So it's always sitting there. And, um, you know, I, she's left it open. I don't go sneaking, but I have looked at it mm-hmm. and realized that what she does mainly in that journal is that she writes her prayers out. Um, and they're not long. No, they're not like uh, pages and pages, but they're, it's cool to see that, you know, as a, as a husband and as a dad to go, I know my wife's walk with God is, is real, you know, like for her own, for herself. She's actually reading the Bible and, um, and praying and asking God for help in there as she needs it. And so I think, you know, that's not, it's uh, I see God working in her and that inspires me, you know, as obviously I have a walk with God and I want to grow and, and and love him and I'm a pastor and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But there's something powerful about knowing your partner in life, your wife is um, in love with God too. And we're in this mm-hmm. together, you know? So I think that that's been, that's been really neat for me and to see how God's working in her inspires me to, to be strong, to, you know, to be a strong follower of Jesus and to love him too. Um, I, one a couple of things that I've always admired about Kyle is, um, and, and inspires me in my relationship with the Lord um, is his faithfulness. He, regardless of what is going on in our life or in our marriage, um, he he is faithful to um, his relationship with the Lord, his, his promises to us. Um, he never wavers from that. And that's something I need desperately in my life. Um, and also his confidence um, in, in God working in our life. Um, like he never doubts um, things that are happening or that God will provide or take care of us or, um, yeah, I've really needed that in, in my life and in my relationship with God as well. It's given me the faithfulness that I need and the confidence and my relationship with the Lord. That's awesome. Just seeing you invest in your own faith and how that's impacted him and you bringing that faith you know, mm-hmm. investing in that and the regular, it's just been such a win for your marriage and mm-hmm. for your boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything else that you especially appreciate about the other person, this would be an opportunity just to share that uh, with them right now. Yes. <laughs> Can I go first? Sure. Oh, <laughs> I wrote some stuff down. So, um, I, I enjoy thinking about this, you know, and Elizabeth, I feel like as I started to write these things or think through them, uh, it could go a lot of ways. You know, I could have said a lot of things. And so I kind of did write a bunch of stuff down, but it's, they're short. Okay. So as I thought about it, um, the question was in what ways are you grateful, you know, for you, how am I grateful for you and how have you been a blessing in my life? And it's hard to capture that. Uh, but Elizabeth, I'm grateful, uh, mostly for your attractiveness. And I know that sounds weird because you think physical when you say that, but it's not, I am very physically attracted to you, but it's not just that, um, that attraction has never faded from the first time I saw you up at Camp Barrico and through our journey together. And um, I'm deeply attracted to you as a person. You're fun to be with, a lot of fun to be with. You're my favorite person to be with. (laughs) You long for adventure together and I love that. Uh, I'm grateful that you value a healthy lifestyle. Sugar-free stuff is not good. I know that now. I used to think it was the healthy choice, but I realize it's full of chemicals and not now. But you value a a healthy lifestyle and you work hard to manage a healthy diet and lifestyle for our family. Um, Thank you for inspiring me to get into weightlifting several years ago. It was you that started doing that first and doing those workouts in the living room. And I was 
inspired. And that's become a big part of our life and our family now. I enjoy doing CrossFit together all the time. I'm grateful for you and that you believe in me. Um, I can't tell you what that means to me. I'm grateful that uh, that you challenge me, that you call me out when I need it because I need it a lot, but you do that in a loving way, in a real way. I'm grateful that you're patient with me. Um, you are honest. Um, you are the most sincere person I've ever met. I'm so grateful for that. Um, you don't give up easy and that's frustrating sometimes, (laughs) 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 but when you set your mind to something, Mm -hmm. you commit to it. And I'm so grateful that that is to me and you direct that to me and to our boys and to our family and to your walk with God. Um, I'm grateful that you love our boys deeply and that you care about them and that you spend time with them and that you put them to bed at night and you spend spend that time um, connecting with them. And I'm grateful that they will talk to you and that they love you. Um, I'm grateful that you love the Bible and you love prayer and that you love the Lord. Uh, you're a great partner in ministry, best pastor's wife I could have dreamed of having. <laughs> um, you're the only girl in our home, but you keep four guys in line mm. in a way that is consistent and loving. Um you are strong physically and you are strong emotionally and you are beautiful. We would be lost without you. And I'm thankful to God that he has led us to walk this journey of marriage and ministry and life together as husband and wife. Wow, it's really beautiful, Kyle. <laughs> it is. It is. What about Elizabeth? Oh, goodness. Wrote something too. Um, better with words than me. So <laughs> uh, I cannot imagine my life without you. Occasionally, I have dreams for one reason or another. We break up, which <laughs> yep, <laughs> I always she tell does. And she tells know, me about really? it. I know, yes. <laughs> um, hmm. And it forces me to imagine a life without you um, that we aren't together. I'm devastated and I can't understand it because in my head, we were perfect together and you were the love of my life. I have a tendency to work and see life negatively, hence the. <laughs> hmm. Um, your half glass full way of looking at life is something I desperately needed. Whether it's a tough family situation or me being down on myself, you are often there, there building me up and encouraging me. I'm fairly certain you never let me say anything negative about myself. You will come back with uplifting words and reassure me I am capable of whatever, of doing whatever it is I am anxious about at that moment. I am certain there are no I'm certain there are so many things I would never have had the confidence to do if it weren't for you telling me I can. I am so grateful grateful for your leadership in our family. I am often in awe of your wisdom and advice to our boys, to our friends and family, and to me. I may be the organized one, keeping the day-to-day <laughs> stuff rolling, mm-hmm. but you are the rock of our family spiritually and emotionally. You love us well and are so affectionate. Our boys need that from you, and we are so blessed beyond measure to have your physical affection and positivity. We couldn't be more positive. Oh, that's my spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we couldn't be more opposite in so many ways, but so alike in our values and interests. I love spending time with you, fishing, working out, going to the beach, traveling, doing ministry, having our Friday date days, mm. and also so much more. To wrap it up, when I wake up from those dreams, I am always a little thrown off for the day. The feeling just won't leave me, but also so grateful to realize it was just a dream and you are still mine. One last thing. I recently realized I absolutely love to hear you sing along to your favorite songs. <laughs> Even all he American can sing rejects. really well, yes. <laughs> Nobody, a secret, secret about Kyle, he can sing really well. Uh, oh, good that's not true. Know. It is that's true. That's not true. It's true. He doesn't want people to know. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth, well, yeah. you're, you're such yeah. a bad writer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you both for letting us step into your marriage. Um, I know I've been impacted and love what you had to share about one another. And together, friends, we just thank you for joining us today. If this podcast has impacted you, if Kyle and Elizabeth sharing with us 
today has impacted your life. We'd love to hear about it. We'd love for you to leave a comment, share, or like um, this podcast on whatever listening platform you use. And from Kelly and myself, Rachel, we thank you for listening to Together and we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks for listening to Together. We hope you've learned a thing or two. If you find the podcast helpful, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your listening platform, leave a comment, and give us a five-star rating. If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries, or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, go online and check out our website at adabible.org.